it's ramen time. This is going to kick off uh, our first episode for my new podcast called Best Dish Ever. I chose this dish because it's such a near and dear dish to me. Ramen in itself is is so versatile, so global. You know, it's just a, a certain pastime for me. And when Steven introduced me, uh, by the way, say hi to the listeners, Steven. Hello. Hello, Hello, everyone. We're talking about ramen, something that we love, something you introduced me to. So uh, <laughs> it's only fair that I had that I had you on the podcast because it's uh, it's such a such a distinct dish that I, I dream about sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so Stephen Stephen and I went to uh, we're working in Boston for a week, and a friend of his and ours uh, had mentioned to try out this uh, this ramen spot in Cambridge, close to Cambridge, close to Harvard, and we were only you know staying maybe like 20, 30 minutes away. So I remember you telling me you know during the day it was like yeah yeah there's this really cool ramen spot that we got to try, and you know obviously I was like I'm down, let's do it. And, you know, you kind of told me the whole premise of, of this ramen shop. So Yume Wokatare is, is the name of this restaurant. Tell the listeners a little about, you know, what the the, the vision of, of that ramen shop is. Yeah, so what really caught my interest is, you know, working in the industry, you hear about all kinds of restaurants, like, all the times. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's everyone's trying to find, like, that cool niche spot and blow it up and, yeah. you know, be first and set trends. And what really... <laughs> drew me to this is it wasn't about like they only serve one dish like uh yume wokatare serves one dish and that is considered a tonkatsu ramen Mm -hmm. so it's a marinated pork ramen you know seasoned you know it's a pork broth you know 14 hours or so yeah um last time i read up on it that they cooked this broth oh yeah and then they just load it full of garlic and soy sauce and like bean sprouts it's Uh super simple Uh really fatty Uh And just really savory and uh, hand cut noodles. And that already had me won over. But um, (laughs) so, you know, you go and you search the the restaurant. They had a web page and I started reading up on it. And this is what really kind of set it apart is loosely translated. Yume Wokatare means speak your dreams. Okay. And that is the philosophy behind the restaurant. Um, Which is amazing. Yeah, the gentleman, uh, I forget his name. The Yume Wokotare founder is uh, Suyoshi Nishioka. When we're there or when we've always been there, you know, you've always heard uh, um, Suyoshi-san. At the end of a name, san is kind of a, a term of respect when you're speaking with someone. You know, so, you know, he was known as uh, Suyoshi-san. Yeah, so Suyoshi-san, like he... When he created the the concept for his restaurants, it's like so this is a massive ramen bowl loaded with pork. Mm-hmm. And the the idea was a to bring an economical and filling dish to students who may not always have, you know, the largest amount of money. Right. But it's kind of his philosophy is that like when you over engorge, when you kind of like stuff yourself and you know you attack that bowl of ramen, there's a point of fullness where no, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the most trivial things become nonsense. You know, when, when you get really, really full, you can only think about what's important. And in that moment is when he invites his guests to say their dreams aloud to everyone who's eating in the restaurant and mm-hmm. to kind of paint the picture it's everyone sits kind of classroom style on these benches yeah, yeah, yeah. with individual chairs and we're all facing the ramen chef who right. we're is all facing handling, forward we're all facing yeah. the kitchen the open open kitchen yeah and you know when 
you place your order. You can only order the one thing, but uh-huh. you can either order extra garlic or extra fat uh-huh. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And, you know, cash he directs only. you. <laughs> yeah. Cash only. There's like water and then like tea and, and that, the two it. order, the two sizes of the soup. And, uh, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So like you sit down and you get directed, like you're being lectured, mm-hmm. you know, like, and you just watch the process happen. But mm-hmm. at the end of it, you, so in this very small dining room with these bench seats, like you're asked to, you know, after your bowl is graded. So depending on how well you finish, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's a next time and almost a good yeah, try or yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. And after you're graded, you're encouraged to, you know, openly say your goals to a bunch of strangers because what's the thought behind that, you know, from the from chef is that it's really easy to let yourself down, mm-hmm. like in a goal. Mm-hmm. Like it's really easy to tell yourself you're going to do something in your head and then never do it. Never put the or, forth the effort. You know, yeah. But when you say you're going to accomplish something out loud and you say it in the world, it, it kind of puts a pressure on you right. to strive for that, you mm-hmm. know, because it's just one of those things. Like, so by saying a goal is something you want to accomplish out loud. Right. So that's where the speak your dreams comes from. Mm-hmm. And then the generous portion of food is supposed to get you in a state of mind where you may have like a frivolous thing you want to accomplish. But mm-hmm. in that moment, you you can only really think about what's truly important to you. Sure. So not only is the food absolutely exceptional, it is just a massive umami bomb oh, yeah. with tons of pork and velvety fat. It's yeah. not greasy, it's fatty. And yes. the pork is super tender and you can like it's amazing. It is, <laughs> is a it? perfect <clears throat> bowl of pork broth and hand cut noodles. One hundred percent. It's so simple and so perfect. But then you put on top of that, you know, the bowl in itself is a challenge to finish Mm -hmm. and the grading makes you want to achieve it. Mm -hmm. So you overeat. Mm -hmm. You really do. You overeat (laughs) to try to get a good grade. And then you're asked to contemplate what's important to you when you're absolutely stuffed to the gills. And, you know, you can all like it's it's really so it's an all encompassing experience. It oh, yeah. truly is oh, yeah. the best dining experience I've ever had. That, 100%. Uh, you're absolutely right. Just the, the experience in itself going into this place and walking to this place and then eating this this beautiful bowl of ramen. But certain, mm-hmm. It's certainly life changing. I think that was my epiphany after I, I had that I had that bowl. It was it was a life changing experience eating that ramen and just yeah. and just like, you know, you almost like you, you feel as you're as you're eating this ramen, you feel the 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 vision and the drive of you know what Chef Siyoshi uh, was trying to think of, and you know trying you to 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 kind of get into that you know that state of mind, if you will, to to let your dreams uh, aloud. And I want to paint the picture for everyone for that first time we went. Okay, so we you know we finished our work day and we're all getting ready. We're all going to get out there. Um, and I, I feel like it was maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock. It was fairly early in the night. Because I feel like they only they they only open from five to ten, like yeah. five days a week. So we get everyone loaded, we get in the car, we head out there, and we get there and we see this huge, not huge. It was there was a line outside the door, and it was raining, wasn't and it, it? And it was raining, correct. So I remember like looking through, I think maybe like Yelp or something like at this place, and and happen to see like there's always lines. Um, you know, this place is uh, people will wait for it and things like that, and very like traditional like Japanese you know routes through the restaurant. Like you come in. 
you pay, you eat, you get up and you leave. And then they just turn that table right around. So, so we get in line and yes, we're sitting, we're sitting in the rain. We've, you know, we've got umbrellas, we've got hoodies on, we're shivering cold. I, it was closer later into the, the fall slash almost winter time in Boston, mind you. So it's cold and rainy. So we're sitting there and I think we sat there or we stood there in line for at the least 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes, maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, so we're lined up along this Dunkin' Donuts, which is, uh, you know, next door to the, <laughs> to the actual restaurant. And, you know, gradually over the 30 minutes, we're working our way to the front. And as we get to the front of the corner, you know, there, you can see into the right, there's up the stairs and you get into the entrance and then you can just, you're just watching, you're just observing, you're looking at, you know, everything that's happening. You can, there's this an amazing smell coming out of the restaurant. Oh yeah. And every you know, time they open the door, yeah. it's like, you're like drooling as uh, before you get into this place. So, you know, and then yeah. you know, they'll, they'll call you up one at a time or it, depending on the groups you're in, you know, however many, one, two, four, six, and you know, they pull you upstairs and they kind of do a little quick synopsis of what, how to order, what to do and things like that. So, yeah. So you, you walk up and then you, you're sitting, you're standing in front of people eating bowls of ramen you know, for one. And then, mm -hmm. so, you know, they start explaining, you know, there's, these are the dishes. You, like I, like we said, there's only two, two sizes. There's a small one. There's in the, there's the butta ramen, which is a larger one, five pieces of pork. The other one has like two pieces of pork. There's, um, water, there's tea you can get and that's it. And you get your own, you get your chopsticks, you get your soup or your uh, spoon and then you go, and then they direct you on where to sit and you sit down. So yeah. now we're, we're, patiently waiting, sitting, you know, we're sitting now, we're, we're facing the chef, we're, we're looking around, we're seeing everyone slurping their all bowls the of soup. up on the walls. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No so, one's talking. No one's talking, <laughs> exactly. No one is talking. Everyone's just eating, and it's, that's a, such a great sound. But yes, so all along the walls, you can see these small, almost like post-it size frames of people's dreams. So, you know, yes, I want to be uh, an astronaut. But, yeah, yeah, like I want to... Like I'm studying marine biology yes. and I want to reach the depths of the yes. ocean. Yes, or... very. I mean, yeah, they're not just like you know. Oh, I want I want to do this or but like they're like very yeah. deep, like deep, deep dreams. That, yeah, like that I want to really be do a have. chess grandmaster. Yes, like I want to. It's yes. not you know. Oh, I want an iPhone. Right, like, right, right, right. It's nothing right. vain. It's no. all very personal. Exactly. So so there's all these 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 little dreams just you know up on the walls you know kind of as inspiration if you will and and it. And then mm -hmm. just on the center of, of this wall is this bigger, huge poster with the question that said, what's your purpose in life? And, yeah. and you sit down and you look at that and you're, and you're just, you're just thinking to yourself, what is my purpose in life? Right. hundred percent. This is all part of this experience. It, it, it really gets you to think about what is your purpose in life? You know, what makes you happy? You know, what sparks joy in your life? And, you know, you're thinking about this and then all of a sudden chef, you know, Siyoshi, he calls you out. He said, excuse me, sir, would you like fresh garlic? The person then would say yes or no. Obviously I said yes. And, you know, go, he goes all along, he goes all along the line and he says, you know, would you like garlic? And then, then he sets it up and you can just see his, his masterful work just starts ladling the, the, the broth and the noodles. And then, so, yeah. so it's sense uh, we haven't really described this. Dish. So this dish, so it's, so like you said, it's, it's a very long process for this broth, but it's a soy tonkatsu broth, uh, very salty, very fatty. And, and then they've got pork that's just tied up in, in, in little nice little, uh, logs, if you will. And just yeah, cooked char in, pork. Yeah. Char siu pork. And it's just char cooked siu. in there for so long and it's it becomes super tender. The fattiness is rendered down. And then on top of that, they have the noodles, the, the thick, chewy hand, handmade noodles that they make every day fresh. And then super simple, steamed bean sprouts and steamed cabbage. 
So, so it, you know, you're, they're adding just a, just a little texture to, to this dish now. And then on top of this mountain of, of vegetables and pork and noodles and broth, they put just freshly chopped garlic, like a nice uh, heaping full. It's not even like a tablespoon. It's a heaping. Oh full. yeah. And yeah. It's like a mounded <laughs> yeah. like like a ma- <laughs> tablespoon. It yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It looks like a horrific amount. Yeah. yeah like, this is, not. this is ridiculous, but <laughs> I promise you it is not spoiler alert. You're going to have garlic breath for at least two, three days, but now the servers go out and start getting the bowls and they start bringing it to each of you one by one. And you know, you, you, you sit, you have this, this huge bowl in front of you. It's like, I don't know if I can finish this, but just looking at it, it's it's just so so enlightening. We've been drooling for the past 30, 40 minutes. The yeah. smells, the smells have encapsulated all of our senses. And and now we just want to dig into this, right? And you know, you start eating it and then you just get just different la- levels of of flavors and textures. And you start you start eating it and you start you know, start beginning. I made the mistake the first time I ate it. <laughs> I remember. I got a huge glass of water. And yeah. You know, throughout eating it, I would just you know take 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 a sip of water, take a yeah, sip of water. Yeah, because the soup is the soup is already the problem. Hot, yes. Like it is screaming it hot is. when it like is. when you get it. It is. So <laughs> if you don't pace yourself, like you try to cool your tongue down because it feels you know it can feel like it's on fire. Correct. Correct. And, and then I remember <laughs> I remember eating it and looking over and I was like seeing like the pained expressions on, on your face going through this. I've hit like that we mark. all had little beads of sweat yeah. like coming off. Oh yeah, the ramen sweat. Because it was just so warm, like in yes. your core. Yes. And it was so rainy outside and the snot's coming down yes. like, and all that stuff. hundred percent. And I remember you looked at me because I was just housing this thing. And then you were like, how are you doing that? I was like, I didn't drink the water. And it like, dawned on I, me. Yeah, I was like, I looked up and I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, we're in that. We're having like an existential experience yes. here. Like we're sweating, we're we're dripping. Everyone in there is like sniffling yeah. and slurping. You have, and yeah. it's just you get the pork sounds fat of all eating over your shirt. Warm. Like it's part of the experience. Oh, yeah. I did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's pork like, fat, there's brothers everywhere. <laughs> And then it like it sinks in on you because you're eating this thing and you're like, yeah, I'm getting pretty full. Mm-hmm. And then what I like what I didn't realize was then the grating. Yes. Like, yes, we're, we're like a quarter of our way through eating this meal. And then they start judging people. Yes. And it's like, oh, let me see. Oh, yeah. good job. Yes. They have like, like a rating system. Time. Yeah. Because they don't want you to waste food. So they're really encouraging you to pack it on. And then it was just like. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, yes, oh no, I'm gonna be. Ju- I can't just leave it if I didn't want to <laughs> yeah. finish it or anything like that." Like now, gauntlet. The is pressure's slow. on now. I want to finish this. Yeah, I want to get a perfect. Yeah, so yeah, like absolutely. Steven, like Stephen was saying, they they have this grading system. So you know, as as people are finishing up their dishes, you know, the the, the waiters are are you know intently looking at the people, just seeing you know how how where they're at, you know, and so you know he starts seeing people. He's like, you know, you, you guys almost done. You finished. Would you like to share your dream? So, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before that, he he grades you. So he comes up to you and he grades and he grades your dishes, grading system. So if you did a, it's a completely empty bowl, yes, like spotless broth and spotless. all. Spotless, that's a perfect. That's a perfect, right? And then it's an almost, yeah. If you've left left some broth or okay. a couple noodles, okay. A good job, good job, is when you get maybe seventy five percent, okay. And anything Below more that. than that is. And next time. Next time. Okay. <laughs> next time. That makes That's sense. That's the worst that, grade. <laughs> that clears it up. So they grade you, right? And, and you know, they're, they're yelling. The, the, so the server goes up to you and he says, all right, all right. You didn't, 
he you know he then he yells out you did a good job and then yeah. and then everyone in the kitchen and everyone that works there says hey, good job they yell, yeah, they yell with you. Right. So, right? right, 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 right. Yeah. So they, so they hype them really well. So you know, and then you know, even obviously when it's a, like a perfect, you know, they all, you know, the 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 intensity is even more, uh, so more energetic, right? And as if as if you just completed this 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 goal or like this 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 marathon if you will mm-hmm. and and you won first place and they're they're just giving you that hype right so they grade you and they, and they yell out your grades and then after they tell you your grades they ask if you would like to share your dream i would say 99 percent that i've been there everyone said most of the time said their dream and yeah and like we said earlier there's you know there's you know i'm i'm currently going to harvard for for medical and i want to become a doctor in new york or something like that and you know these people really dig deep and you know they 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 pour their heart out on on these dreams which is kind of the intent and 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 reasonings for for this this establishment right um so they're sharing their dreams and then everyone like claps and 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 you know says good luck and you know just pure joy and pure bliss and you know everyone around you and, and and these are all complete strangers other than the people that you're with and everyone's yeah. cheering you on. Everyone's, you know, believing in you, uh, clapping for you. And that's just such, again, such another, ex- you know, part oh, yeah. of the experience that is amazing. And so, yeah, so then, they, you know, they grade you and you share your dreams. And then ideally you get up and then you leave and then on to the next time. And I've, uh, let's see, since that first time, I've probably been at least six or eight more times. Six is eight more times. Because it's always, every time I'm in Boston, I will always, yeah, always to go. stop there. Always. Once a day, yeah. if not at least once for the trip. <laughs> Every time I've gone up there for work, I go there. The I had my bachelor party in Boston and took all my guys there. And it was, an, again, another like uh, experience for them, at least. Uh, it was something they weren't ready for, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, no. And then even my first year uh, wedding anniversary, my wife surprised me and, and uh, we went up to Boston because I loved it so much. And, you know, we did a lot of stuff up there and... And then one of the days we actually went to, I wanted her to try it. I, every time I came home, I said, Jen, you've got to try this rum and it's life changing. It's insanely good. So she finally, we finally got the chance to do it, to, to experience it together. And she fell in love with it, obviously. And mm-hmm. it just so happened we were there on our actual wedding day anniversary. And that was Yume Wokatare's six year anniversary. So they had oh. this special, like it was a Sunday. So they never, they never, yeah. they, they're only closed, they're closed Sundays and Mondays. And they did this special event on Sunday uh, because it was her six year anniversary. And we weren't, the she didn't know any of that. So when we, we were just, you know, hoping to, to just go there on a whim. So, uh, <laughs> so we get there, we waited in line for almost three hours to eat this from. <laughs> I felt so bad for her because I knew what I was expecting. And yeah. I'm hoping that she did as well. But she, you know, it was like three hours of standing literally in line just to have a bowl of ramen. And But at the know, same time, when no one else is leaving the line, mm-hmm. like at first you're skeptical, but right. then you're like, well, no one else is leaving. I know. Like, <laughs> Like, do I really need to leave? Like, yeah. All right. We just have to do it yeah. at this point. That's definitely the longest I've ever waited for something. But it's oh, yeah. again, it's worth it. It's hundred percent worth it. I will fight tooth and nail to anyone that says it isn't because that, that yeah. dish of that that ramen, that whole experience from the moment you start waiting in line till the till the time you walk out of that door is an unforgettable experience. 
because it's just yeah. it just puts you in this this I don't know this this mind this state of mind that you just I don't know it's 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 amazing what what just that experience does for me at least yeah it really it really is like not only is it just a world class bowl of noodles uh-huh. it's uh it, it's perfect like I it chase. Is trying to build that kind of flavor in my own cooking mm-hmm. or whenever like pho places have been ruined for me yeah every ramen yeah. shop like yes. anywhere 100%. near me <laughs> it's hard it, to it's 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 gone like that is the pinnacle the pinnacle of, huh? yep. of that's what i want that i want that depth yeah. of flavor i just want to keep reliving that yes but so not only is it world-class food but the whole shared experience of what you're going through with strangers and the and the process of eating and the you know the there's no music Mm -hmm. there's nothing like that really there's no entertainment Mm -mm. you know you're watching chef do his thing but Mm -hmm. he's also on like a platform a little bit and there's a partition so you can't see his hands you can't see what he's doing right you're just seeing huge plumes of steam while (laughs) he does his thing Uh And so it's it just puts you in that meditative spot mm-hmm. and then you eat the food. And then meanwhile, you're working your way through it. People are getting graded. Everyone's clapping. They're cheering. Mm-hmm. They're sharing some pretty personal stuff about themselves in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting more out of someone after they've eaten a bowl of ramen than like you would if you bumped into a stranger to coffee shop and having a conversation. Like mm-hmm. you're never just going to be like, oh, by the way, this is my life's goal. Like that never happens, but right. here it does. And people really bring that barrier down. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just an amazing food. I would go back if it was just that food. Right. But then you put on top of it, you just feel really good about like humanity. Yeah. And you feel really yes. just pumped up and yeah. you feel like you're ready to like take on the world yes. after you leave. Cause you know, it's just such a positive atmosphere mm-hmm. and just a really unique experience. It is like, it truly There's is. There's nothing like it. Nothing. It truly is. And also just to dis- disclaim, when I had that first bowl of ramen, I did not finish it and I got a good job. But ever since then, the six to seven times that I did before after that was a perfect. So just want to throw yeah, that out there. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Like, because um, I believe when you and I went, I was I was in Boston shortly before you. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's right. And I oh, had went we were crossing. with several other people. Okay. So my second time was your first. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I, I went with, with, with another group. So okay, okay. the first time I went, you know, I had my water, I had my tea or, I, you know, whatever. Okay. Like I finished the bowl okay. because, you know, I'm a glutton. Yes. But it was not easy. Oh, it was yeah. not easy. It oh, was yeah. like, you know, the, the weird walk back to the car, like the first time it was the weird walk back. It's where you want to sit down yeah, and yeah. You, like loosen it's your so seatbelt yeah. and then you hold on to it because you don't want any pressure. No one's paying attention. I loosened my belt up for the half an hour ride back. I felt that. To where, to the hotel we were staying at. Like the first one was not graceful. But the second time when I went with you, yeah, I, I was prepared. Okay, <laughs> and that's why I okay. it looks so easy, and I I was kind of reveling yeah. with everyone that was with us for the second time. Like right. they didn't know what they were in for. I just told you guys like it was stupid. It was just super good ramen and worth every wait, you know. And being foodies, we all just jumped on it. It was oh yeah, it was cool. But the oh, yeah. like I remember the rest of the party. So like I remember Gabby. Like, uh, you remember Gabby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just talked to her Friday. Just catching up, we had to talk about the ramen restaurant. 
Yeah. Like that, see, that dominated a good, like we caught up for a good half an hour and 20 minutes was just reminiscing about this bowl of rum. That's amazing. Like it's that powerful. That's like, amazing. That's how, that's like truly, that's truly how powerful that dish is. And yeah. I mean, not just the dish, but the experience, the, 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 re, the reasonings and meanings behind this establishment is just, it's just amazing. Yeah. There's uh there's a couple of like quote, like if you go on the website, they do like a lot of the quotes and things that he's said. And I just, they're, they're so, they're so touching and they're just very amazing. And, and but one of um, Suyoshi-san's motto is uh, make this world with no excitement exciting, which again, it's, it's very true. He wants, ideally he wants to create a world where everyone around the world can share their dreams and they all work for their dream and not for the money. Yeah. Such a amazing quote. I mean, that, that just makes so much sense to not chase chase for money, but really chase for your dream, share your dream, and to do something for a philosophy. Yeah, yeah. You know, not you know the amount of pork on that, and the how delicious delicious it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there would be people that would pay thirty thirty five bucks for that bowl easily, like easy, like it is that good, that exquisite. But they give it away. Mm-hmm. They give it away. It mm-hmm. was what. I think at the time only 11 bucks for like the large. Yeah. And there's no tipping, there's no gratuity. No. The people there who are there to help you, I mean they're not I mean yes, they're there to work a job and they're compensated, but it's not about the tips. Mm-hmm. And it has to be pure volume how they turn a profit and keep open, you mm-hmm. know, keep it going. Mm-hmm. But th- this isn't a get rich style restaurant. Like it really isn't. It's more so of like, like a spread, it, you know, positiveness. Yeah, it's not about the share. money. Yeah, not about the money. Absolutely. It's about helping people stay focused on their life's missions, whatever they, whatever that happens to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, I get all like <laughs> philosophical I just know. thinking about it. I'm I just know, like, I oh, know. man, imagine if more of the world pursued a service like that with the philosophy of enriching people's lives. Yes, it, it would truly be um, a, a better world for yeah. sure. Yeah, I know. It's like well, speaking of words, speaking of not, I know. Speaking of not doing it for the money, a couple of times that we were there together after the first time, we had gone up mm-hmm. and they were doing. I remember I waited and we waited. I at least I remember I you know we waited in line for at least 30, 30 40 minutes. We get up there and come to find out, raw bowl of ramen that we were going to eat was going to be free because they had met either their like their quota or whatever for that day. So they're like anyone else that came in the rest of the day, it was going to oh, be a free, yeah, bowl that's of, right. free bowl of ramen. And yeah, it, that, you, that's... you don't see that and you don't, you rarely see that anywhere in any restaurant doing that, but just, you know, and then again, they're, they're walking distance from, you know, the Harvard, Harvard campus. So you've got mm-hmm. a lot of students, you've got a lot of, you know, a lot of young people out there, like you said, that the best with money are tight on money. You know, they come here to only expect to pay, you know, 12 bucks and then come to find out it's going to be a free bowl of free bowl of ramen. I mean, that's enlightening i mean that's amazing like it's it's, it's yeah, truly, I remember you truly, telling truly me inspiring that. yeah yeah truly truly inspiring the stuff that they're doing in, in their community they've done they do a lot of pop-ups in new york that i've seen mm-hmm. you know they've getting they've certainly gained a lot of attention and then with that they were a they they uh chef shioshi opened up a uh, a sister store in boston very like right down the street from uh yume uh, but more geared for udon, udon noodles, which I have yet yeah, to try. Udon shop. Um, I, I haven't to, been able to try that. I have yet to try that one, but from what I, again, from what I hear, same almost concept and, and it's delicious again. And the amazing part is he's been able to also move back to Japan and open, you know, two more shops out there, uh, two more Yume's in Tokyo and uh, Kyoto. 
and to be and then uh, in the future they have Okinawa opening up soon. You know, he, he his his goal is to to have a shop in all of the the 47 prefectures or districts in Japan, you know, and he's certainly got that perfect start now opening those restaurants but you know again it's uh i wouldn't say rare style of ramen but it's it's a uh, yuro style ramen is very you know is it's is distinctively different from what you know people think of traditional ramen is because of that pork you know that very salty pork fatty broth the noodles you know all that that's on it is is different from what normal ramen is and there weren't many sh many of these uh Yuro style ramen shops in Japan and slowly they've started to be to gain more weight and starting to open up shops and um he found that you know that foot in the door and started opening up uh, his his yumes over there in Japan so that's you know again truly inspiring to see how far he's come from opening two restaurant you know two shops in in Boston and then able to to you know to open some more in Japan and and hope to have a shop in every prefecture there. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool and inspiring for sure. Yeah, like I'm just stoked that when I first heard about Yume and I read the bio on the website, especially after I like poured through their their like bio and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> after I experienced the shop. At first, they weren't expecting to be there very long. Like they were expecting to only be open for two years, okay. maybe three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just kind of a it was like a goal for him to, you know, open that shop in the United States and reach like American students mm -hmm. and, you know, do very similar style of what what he was doing in Japan. So the fact that they're still there and like still operating. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just think that's absolutely awesome that they're still around, still doing their thing and then opening up other avenues, of like course. other styles of yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just encourage, you know, all of your listeners plan the trip to Boston to go to this place. And then everything else you do is just to kill time before you go. <laughs> it's that important. It is. It's not, It is. I'm not, I'm not affiliated. I, like, you know what yeah, I mean? This is, yeah, this is not a, a paid. It just literally. Yeah, paid sponsorship. This it is will, not. It'll change what you respect out of atmosphere in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like, it really will. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of restaurants, you know, they, they really go after the exclusivity. This is a, you know, exclusive place to be. So if you're there, someone has to not be. Right kind of you know a thing you know the decor and there's the dress code and all these yeah. things that make that try to make you convince yourself that it's worth it and then here's this place that asks you to pay next to nothing mm -hmm. for a meal and then it's world-class food on top of it yeah and then they find a way for you to make a connection with a room of like 20 30 strangers like the hell yeah <laughs> That that's it. That's it. That's 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 it. It's the pinnacle right there. Like I haven't found anything yet. I mean, I've loved some. It gives me more of appreciation for more mom and pop style right. places. Right. You know, people that are putting their passion and soul in their food. Yes, one hundred. Which is you know, my no whole gimmicks. basis of this of this podcast is is to really you know bring to light a lot of those those restaurants, mom and pop restaurants that have these great authentic dishes you know but isn't really you know not a lot of people know about it or or it's a you know place that we want to give more attention to because is, is it is a mom and pop shop it is something that's local it's a local favorite you know which is you know which is what we kind of do and and this is certainly one of a perfect 
perfect first episode for this podcast is this dish and the experience that you get with it. So if you are ever in the Boston area or you are planning a trip to Boston, give it a try. It's again, the, the, the experience of it itself, the dish itself is, is amazing. You won't, it won't disappoint. They're out in Cambridge over in the Porter Square neighborhood, close to, close to Harvard. They've got a couple shops there and I promise you, you, they, they will not disappoint you. Like I even said, it's, 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 it's something that you, you got to plan your trip around because it's, it's certainly something you have to go to. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for cool, those man. of you that may be timid or shy or anything like that, do not worry. It's not mandatory for you to <laughs> public speak if you don't want to. Right. But at least go, you know, no one's going to ridicule you if you don't want to speak up. So it's still very very approachable. That is very true. Go and eat delicious food more than you should eat. It's totally worth it. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Stephen. I I appreciate your time and and your knowledge and expertise. Oh, thank you for having me. (laughs) Not a problem, man. Hey, man. It's all good. I can talk (laughs) about that place anytime. (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you, sir. Be safe out there. And, uh, And I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right. Take care. All right.